Welcome to the Sample Chapter Podcast, the show where authors read a sample chapter from one of their books. Here's your host, Jason A. Meiske. And good morning, my friends. I don't know if you can tell by the sound of my voice, but it is pretty darn early here where I am. Uh, had a late night, need to get up early the next morning so I could work on this. Got a big day ahead of myself, and so, yeah, if I'm going to spend time with you, I need to get up early for it, but you're worth it. This is the Sample Chapter Podcast, episode 36, and welcome. Let me take a drink of this coffee. Mmm. All right. <clears throat> oh, my goodness. So, how are you all doing? Thank you so much for tuning back in week after week and coming back. Uh, thank you for all the new subscribers out there. You guys are awesome. Obviously, you have great taste. <laughs> uh, you know, if you are listening and you are a subscriber, I want to thank you so much. If you're not a subscriber, uh, please take a moment wherever it is you're listening to this, whether that's iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, um, you know, and hit that subscribe button. It's a new author every week with their story, a new chapter, and every week they're amazing. It's just so inspiring for me. As the host, you know, getting to hear uh, these new stories every week is just, man, I love it. And it, it really affects me and my writing and is very inspirational. So, yeah, go ahead and take a moment. Hit that subscribe button. If you've been listening for a while and you're enjoying the show, it would I would really, really appreciate it if you would take a second to give me a rating and uh, give the show a rating. Let us know how we're doing, what you think. Whether that's five stars, four stars, three stars, you know, maybe even, uh, you know, less. If you think this isn't any good at all, that's okay. You know, every rating's still good. But uh, I just appreciate that you're taking the time to do that. So if you do give us a rating or if you have already in the past, thank you so much. You are amazing. Uh, other places to follow us would be our Facebook page. That's the facebook.com at Sam Sample Chapter Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at Chapter Sample. Uh, if you need to contact us, you can use either one of those. You can send me a message via either one of those uh, avenues. Or you can contact us at our email, samplechapterpodcast at gmail.com. Use any of those ways to follow. You can hear what's going on every week. You know, the, the Each week's new episode is shared at least twice. Plus, we do a throwback Thursday for an old episode. Uh, sometimes we get to tease upcoming things. Oh, see, and if you're a follower, then you caught one of my teases last week because I got to sit down with a uh, an actress from the 80s who has written some books, and oh my gosh, what a wonderful conversation this was. So I'm not going to say who it is yet. You got to be listening. You got to be following if you want to know who it is because it's coming up here in a couple weeks, that episode. Uh, I've got a lot of editing to do, a lot of work to do on it yet, so... Make sure you tune in and subscribe so you don't miss out on it. It, it was a lot of fun, and I, I can't wait to share it with you. So yeah, if you are an author who is interested in coming on the show, by all means, use any of those methods to contact me. Let me know that you'd like to come on and read a sample chapter from one of your published books. Yes, I said published. That is the one caveat. The idea here is we're going to try and get... A sample chapter out in front of new listeners you know potential new readers and so that book needs to be published that that way once they hear it and they like it they can go ahead and buy your book that's the hope anyway you know I, I hope that's what everybody's liking I know I'm buying a lot of books 
<laughs> because of this show. <laughs> so hopefully you are too. Uh, hopefully my the authors who have come on this show are finding value in it. Um, I know I'm finding value just in getting a chance to talk to them because everybody who's been on the show so far has been absolutely fantastic to talk to and I can't wait to, you know, hopefully meet them in person one day. Have a cup of coffee with them like I'm about to do right now. Oh gosh, it's early. Ah, I love my hot coffee. Alright, well, uh, I suppose I should go ahead and reach out, uh, say thank you so much to our sponsors. Number one on my list and in my heart, you store all of Warrensburg, Missouri. If you are looking for self-storage, whether that's conventional, non-climate control, or climate control, look no further than you store all out of Warrensburg, Missouri. They have two locations, brand new climate control buildings going up at their at one of those. I mean, this is this place has got it going on. More than 40 cameras recording 24 hours a day. New cameras going up uh, with the new buildings. Everything's fenced in. It's gated access, so you get your own private gate code that is never reissued. So this is your code for life. These people have got a fantastic facility. So make sure you check them out online. You can follow them also on Facebook at Ustoral, which is the letter U-S-T-O-R-A-L-L on Facebook.com. Or you can also follow them on their website at Ustoral.net. Check it out. Uh, I also want to say thank you for Podcast Garden being our host site for this show and many others like us. If you're looking for other fun shows, check out their list. They have, like I said, there's a big, wide collection of other shows on there that you can pick from. Comedy, literature, arts, uh, TV, film. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. They have, I think, maybe 12, 15 different categories. Uh, and I'm probably lowballing that just so I don't, I'm not saying wrong. <laughs> and if you're also interested in starting your own podcast, this is the place to check it out because you can do that first month for free. Podcast Garden, head on over there and sign up today. So happy October. Yeah, uh, by the time this episode comes out, it is early October. Today, as of this episode dropping, would be October 2nd. Man, I can't believe this year is already, can't believe it's already October. This is, this is nuts, man. Seems like just yesterday it was September. <laughs> Stupid, right? The year is just flying by, isn't it? But, you know, the good thing is, is I still got, uh, I got a little supply here of my Halloween Mellow Cream Pumpkins. And uh, I'm going to try to stay away from them this morning. Uh, they, they go pretty good with coffee. I'm going to, I'm not going to lie, but I'm going to try not to have one right now. Maybe I'll save it for a reward later on if I get a little bit of writing done. Writing's been a little bit slower lately. Uh, just had a lot of work to do in the day jobs and, and in my evening job that I work. Uh, some of you all out there following know that yeah I do work two jobs. Um, and I put on this podcast and I do my writing. And uh, and I have a huge family that lives with me here in my home. So, you know, it uh, the result of that means I get a lot of early mornings like this. And a lot of times... This is my chance to do some writing, but I wanted to get this out of the way so that I could open up the rest of the week for some writing. I am getting ready for NaNoWriMo. Um, I did, you know, actually though, last week I did get a couple chapters written on my uh, my new book. I'm calling it a retro sci-fi alien invasion story because uh, it takes place in the 80s. So there's lots of that kind of vibe going on. 
I had a lot of fun with it, and uh, yeah, I guess I, I've been doing all right with it last week. Uh, not as much as I wanted to, but uh, still good to have some done. Uh, but I am, I am also getting ready for NaNoWriMo, looking to start on a new story. You know, just uh, looking for motivation in, in every way, of every facet of life. Well, today's author is Janelle Samara. Uh, she is a Kansas City native. Uh, she was at the, the local Show Me Your Books KC convention. One of the many authors that were there, I got to follow along. And through the Facebook page, that's where I got to, uh, to meet Janelle. Uh, she's a supernatural suspense and romance writer with an amazing series uh, called The New Hope Trilogy out of from uh, Black Opal Books. Uh, it's a fantastic series. Uh, you're going to hear you know, one of the chapters today from, I think it's book two in the collection. It's, it's fantastic. It's such an amazing idea and a really cool you know story. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not going to try and describe it because she's going to do that for you and, and uh, you're going to love it. On her website, she's got a fantastic food blog with recipes all the time. Uh, her latest one is sugar, sugar cookies and snickerdoodles. This is her newest one that came out after I interviewed her. Uh, previous to that, there was some uh, banana bread muffins that, yeah, I got to try out. And, uh, yeah, my kids loved it. The grandkids loved it. But, yeah, the, the new recipe is about sugar cookies and snickerdoodles. She had me at sugar cookies, let me tell you. I mean, Christmas is coming. I love my Christmas sugar cookies. So, yeah, she had me at the word sugar. <laughs> Make sure you check out her food blog. Her food blog and follow her. Uh, it is JanelleSamaro.com. That is J-A-N-E-L-L-E-S-A-M-A-R-A.com. That is her name. Make sure you follow her and uh, check at the end of the show. We're going to have the uh, the links to all all this and more. So I'm going to go ahead and for now, get you on over to our interview with Janelle Summer. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Sample Chapter Podcast. Today, I am with a Kansas City native, supernatural suspense, romance, thriller writer, Janelle Samara. Uh, Janelle, did I say your last name right? That's right. Samara. Like Sam uh, the creepy girl from The Ring. <laughs> that's awesome all right you know i i probably as a good host i should have asked you that beforehand because my last name nobody gets right so well welcome to the show that's all right on thanks it's good to be here <laughs> it's great to great to have you uh tell the audience a little bit about yourself i love writing i love reading all sorts of different stuff and uh you know, I hope that the eclectic nature comes across in my work. Very cool. And I see that you've, uh, you've got a great website and you do a food blog. Now that's, I think that's a first for my show. Tell us a little bit about your Yeah. Food blog. Well, I graduated culinary school and I love writing. So I figured what better way to combine the two than to write about food and books. So Every week I'll post either uh, a recipe or, you know, some, something uh, fun that I made or a book review. Very cool. And, and that's on your website? What, uh, what's the website? Uh, JanelleSamara.com. Nice oh. and simple. Uh, yeah, it is simple. All right. And I'll make sure and have a link for that at the end of the show for anybody out there interested. I've already checked out a couple of the recipes, and I think I'm going to be copying a few of those down because – 
I know that that banana bread. That's, oh, my son's going to be all over that. Yeah, the banana bread went over really well at Show Me Your Books, KC. Ah, see, now there's another thing right there. Uh, As uh, some of my audience who's been following along, I did spots for the show for weeks, and then I got sick and couldn't make it. But you got to go, and I'm so envious. Was it a good time? Was it everything I hoped for? It was great. Met a ton of people and uh, collected all the charms for my charm bracelet. That was a lot of fun, getting to run around and meet people. So, yeah, it was really great. I look forward to going again next year. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping – I was letting the uh, the leaders know that, yeah, I, I hope to be a full uh, participant next year. And, and uh, we'll see uh, if they need to get a bigger venue or something. I hear it was quite, quite packed. It was a, a lot of fun. Yeah, it was pretty popular. <laughs> that's great. So now you decided to do some blog writing with that, and then what got you into to novels? Um, I was just writing for fun. I wanted to write a book that contained elements that I wanted to read, and I was just kind of trading manuscripts back and forth with a friend. She happened to get published and encouraged me to submit my novel to her publishing house, and I did. They asked for a few changes. I wound up rewriting about a third of my first novel to achieve those changes, and they liked it and accepted me accepted me as an author and offered me a contract. Fantastic. So it wasn't even really planned. It just, just kind of happened, but it's been a lot of fun. I'm really glad I did it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. I mean, one day you're writing blogs and the next day it's, you got a contract and Oh, I'm a published author. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's really cool. So, and so far you've got two books out in, uh, and this is the, the New Hope Trilogy? Yep. So I'm working on the third, hoping to have it out sometime next year, but that depends on me getting it finished. I've just got a little bit left and then turning it into my publisher and waiting for edits. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, now tell us a little bit about this series. What's, uh, what's the genesis or the idea behind, or the story behind this? Uh, well, basically, it's a Native American woman sprouts wings and gets told that uh, she's supposed to save her people, but she has no idea how. So she tries to bring in someone stronger and faster than she is, a vampire, and her people don't want that either. So they try and get him to leave, and uh, most of the first book is just her trying to forge her own path, make her own way, and uh, do what she believes is right instead of what everyone else is telling her is right. Okay. Well, that sounds fascinating. Now, what, like, what was the inspiration behind this? I just wanted to uh, combine different elements. I liked, you know, the I've read vampire books most of my life, and so I wanted to have vampires in my book. I've always been very interested in uh, Native American culture and history, and so I just kind of took bits and pieces of what I remembered and then filled in the rest with made-up stuff to make it uh, fit what I needed the novel to be. And, you know, then just kind of taking my own view on uh, on 
religious mythologies of angels and demons and putting my own twist on it because she's not a member of a monotheistic religion. So it would be a little odd that she's an angel. (laughs) So I just wanted to write something that I wanted to read. And apparently other people want to read it too, because it's still selling. (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. It looks like it's doing fantastic. And I was checking out on Amazon. I mean, you got quite a few reviews already. You're doing, yeah, you're doing fantastic. Yeah. For someone who doesn't really do a lot of advertising, it, uh, it makes me feel good that people are still buying my book and still reading it. Uh, even though this is my first interview, uh, you know, I haven't, haven't done a lot of interviews, haven't, placed any ads or anything, but people are still picking up my book and they're still reading it. So that says a lot to me. Yeah. Well, that's fantastic. I didn't realize I was your first, uh, your first interview. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm so honored. This is awesome. <laughs> well, now the pressure's on me. I gotta, I gotta do everything I can here. I gotta, I'm, I'm going to make sure. I'm pumped up. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, uh, so now how long do you think, uh, I mean, I, we were talking before you, you got your day job, uh, you got a whole bunch of other things you're doing and then you write in between. So how long do you think it takes you to, uh, to write a book, uh, whenever, like whenever you get the time, whenever you can make that time? Um, I'd say for the first two books, it probably took me about three years each to write them. And I've been working on the third book for about a year and a half and I'm, I'm about halfway through with it. So I, I feel like I'm on schedule. <laughs> <laughs> trying, okay. I'm try, I am trying to rush the end. Well, not rush it, but I am trying to make more time to uh, work on my novel. So I have been skipping some of my weekly blogs to make more time to write, but I'm uh, doing what I can. Yeah. Well, that's, and that's, that's all we can do is, is us, uh, I guess you'd call us blue collar authors. Uh, you know, we're, we're yeah. holding things down with, with our day jobs and then writing in, um, well, a f- author friend of mine says writing in the cracks of life. And I, I just love that. And I was like, yep, that's, <laughs> that, that's a, yeah, lot that's of a great way to put it. Yeah. So, well, this is fantastic. I can't wait to, uh, to dive into one of these and uh, check out the, uh, the, the hope trilogy and, uh, well, tell the audience a little bit, um, where can we find you? Um, I'm on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, and of course my website, uh, JanelleSamara.com slash blog. I put up blogs pretty much every week. Sometimes if life gets a little hectic, I might skip one or two, but there's a, a long backlog of recipes and rants and even some short stories and a ton of book reviews so there's always something to read on my website awesome that's fantastic all right and we're going to be hearing from your book um our new hope that's right okay and now is this uh, is this book one or book two this is book two book two okay give us a little bit of background of, of what's going on what's going on the year is 2071 and uh, Hopi Angel, Hope White Eagle, is dying after childbirth. She begs Dima, her vampire husband, to change her into a vampire so that she can continue her mission of saving her tribe from the white men invaders. 
The elders aren't happy about it, but they understand Hope had no choice. However, Demetrius, the male angel who shows up claiming to be Hope's eternal soulmate, disagrees. He tries to take her away from her family and change her into his type of immortal form instead of letting her remain a vampire. Hope fears she'll lose her love for and connection to her family, so she refuses again and again. She battles her remembered feelings for Demetrius and is racked with guilt over the inevitable choice she'll have to make, her husband and her immortal children, or the angel with whom she spent nearly all of time in memorial. He helps her regain her ancient memories, thus giving her what she needs to defeat their enemies, or so they think. Wow. <laughs> All right. This is going to be this is gonna be awesome. I'm, I'm going to pull up my tea and get myself a little cigar and enjoy this. <laughs> this is, this is going to be good, I can tell. <laughs> so, Janelle, thank you so much for coming on. This has been great, and I look forward to uh, to getting together with you sometimes since we're both here uh, here in Missouri. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm very happy to introduce you to Janelle Samara with her book, Our New Hope. Thanks. Chapter one. The three Russian vampires stood over me while I bled out onto the concrete patio. I could feel the grit pressing into my palms and heels as I writhed in pain. The pool of sticky blood reached my wings and soaked into my feathers making them heavier than usual. Or maybe it was merely the loss of blood that made them feel heavy. Some distant part of my brain wondered if the vampires would find it easier to clean up my blood with their tongues instead of soap and water. My son, Alexander, covered his face with his hands and knelt near my head. She's going to die, he whispered. No, she won't, Alex. I promise I won't let her die, Dima assured him. He checked me again to see if I was healing yet. My husband growled in anger when he saw what I could already feel. I was still bleeding all over the pavement. What do we do? My daughter, Alexandra, cried. She also fell to her knees beside me. Part of me almost found it amusing that my son's twin mirrored his pose on the other side of my torso. It seemed like they were always doing similar things without even realizing it. It's not working. Our blood isn't healing her, she sobbed in her tearless way while her hands fluttered uselessly over my broken body. I've consumed too much of your blood too many times, I muttered. I felt myself weakening more and more with every moment that passed. My wings had started to grow numb as they lay sprawled out awkwardly beneath me. <sighs> I sighed. She was so strong because I've grown stronger. Yes, my seventh and final angel-vampire hybrid child was by far the strongest of them all. She'd broken my spine, shattered my pelvis, and crushed my tailbone while I'd pushed her out, still encased in the amniotic sac. The three vampires, my family from a previous incarnation, stared at me in shock for a moment while I gathered the rest of my strength to speak my last words as a mortal. It's time, Dima. You must change me or I'll die. My eyes slid closed and I heard him heave a despondent sigh. He'd been dreading this day and knew that my tribal elders would be upset with him for changing me into a blood drinker. He tore open his wrist and proceeded to wipe his blood onto the wounds I had received from giving birth. I felt the change start to happen almost instantly. It was shockingly easy and caused me no additional pain. It was actually quite soothing when I felt the agony subside. 
My broken bones went numb for several moments before they started to knit together. But while I was in the middle of changing from a mortal angel into an angel who would drink blood and live forever, I was also gripped by a powerful vision. It was terrifying because it was unlike any prophecy I'd ever seen before. Instead of seeing myself from an outside disembodied perspective, I was actually experiencing the vision through my own eyes. I gazed out over the wheat field that was being trampled by a sea of soldiers coming to invade my people's land. I was stunned that this was happening right now. I, along with the other women who stood before them, held up my hands and spread my wings while we all commanded them to stop. It was then that I saw my skin becoming clear like glass. I gaped at my arms for a moment while the procession of men ground to a halt. They, too, gawked at my glassy skin and all of my visible muscles underneath it. I was, after all, the only angel along the fence line who had transparent skin. The rest of the vision started to play out as it had before whenever I dreamed it. They asked me what I was, and I told them, I am Hope, the first Hopi angel. I am tasked with protecting this tribe from you. Only this time, many of them raised their guns and aimed right at me. That had never happened before in previous visions of the coming invasion. I was suddenly jolted out of the prophetic sight, not by waking up, but by the completion of my change. After nearly 20 minutes of lying on the ground in my screened-in patio, it was suddenly over and I was back in my body. Sandra helped me stand up, and I glanced around in the darkness with my new vampire eyes. Everything was so crisp. I had thought things were vivid and clear when I first drank vampire blood, but now my vision was many thousands of times better than that. I could focus on dust in the air a thousand yards away. I could discern the twitches of the plants and grasses as they grew. My attention to detail was so great that even over the vastness of my yard and the neighboring field, my brain could pick out the movements in the plants not caused by the wind. Dima appeared at my side with our newest child in his arms. She had his obsidian eyes and my high cheekbones. How do you feel, Hope? He asked me. I feel awesome, I said after a moment. Oh my God, my voice, I squealed. My hands flew to my throat. I sound like... Well, I don't sound like me. I peered down and I realized I'd already been cleaned up and redressed. I gave Sandra a curious glance and she answered me with a smile. Yes, she had dressed me in my favorite hunting clothes while I'd had my last vision as a mortal. I felt like she'd also brushed out my calf-length hair and left it down. I grinned for a moment while I felt it swirling around with my skirt. Seema smiled, passing me our unnamed newborn daughter. You sound beautiful. You look beautiful, too. Tanya, my best friend and pseudo-sister, chimed in as she walked outside holding her son and my actual nephew, Dancing Bronco. I wonder if your wings will change later on. She ran her fingers over my sparkling, opalescent feathers. I turned and examined my left wing for a moment before I plucked out a few non-essential feathers. They grew back right before my eyes, and they were still the same glittering white. I guess they won't be changing. We need to call your elders, Dima said in a hushed tone. It can wait until the morning, I chirped, before I walked into my house. I went upstairs to the refrigerator where we kept bags of blood for the children and pulled one out to feed my new baby. 
As soon as she punctured the bag, the scent of blood filled my nostrils and a burning thirst rose in my throat. I made a noise that shocked me. It was like a hiss mixed with a growl. I took every bit of my self-control to not snatch the blood away from my child and devour it myself. Steve was next to me in a second and asked me what was wrong. I need speed, I growled. I cursed myself for not thinking of how things were different now. I couldn't just feed my babies like I always had before. I almost loosed the sob. I'd never have any more babies now that I was a vampire. He took the child from my arms and encouraged me to go feed with the twins. I crashed through the window beside us and I was back on the ground just outside the patio in barely a second. The broken glass showered down around me, sparkling in the moonlight. I must feed now, I told the vampire twins while they stared at me with wonder and surprise. Sander threw open the back door and stepped outside. Then let's go. We took off into the sky and I sped toward Las Vegas. The twins quickly fell behind and pushed their thoughts to me, saying that I needed to slow down. Poor kids. They could only fly about 200 miles an hour. But bless their hearts for always wanting to try and keep up with my over 600 miles an hour. Can't, I replied mentally. I cannot escape this thirst. But we need to talk about your vision, Sandra thought toward me. It was different. Where were the shapeshifters? Why weren't the vampires there? Why did the soldiers point their guns at you once you'd said your name? And all of the other times that you dreamed that vision, it was only because more winged women and warriors were joining you. Why is it different now? Why will the soldiers fight you and not join you? My sweet, wonderful daughter, I said inside my mind, pumping my wings with every bit of my new strength. Can't you see? It's because of my skin. It's because I'm a vampire now. That's what has changed. Because now they will certainly want to exterminate me. This change may have put my whole tribe in danger rather than saving them, as is my duty. Because I've loved your father in two lifetimes now, I may have spelled the end for all of my people. And that was Janelle Samara reading from the New Hope Trilogy, book two, Our New Hope. It was a fantastic reading, a fantastic sounding story, and I can't wait to check it out. I think you need to do the same Follow the links in the show notes so that you know where to get this book. And follow her blog on JanelleSamara.com. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on all the uh, facets out there. iTunes, Google Play, like us on Facebook and Twitter. Reach out to us through email if you have any questions. And we'll see you again next week with another author, another book, and another sample chapter. I'm going to get some coffee and wake up. Bye. Bye.